you studied a lot in college. Yeah. But do you, I mean, since you did that, do you think you've gotten the opportunities that you have right now because of the GPA? No, no. Yeah. I mean, I think, okay, so for Might example. Might have helped a little though, right? My GPA was like maybe like 3.85 or something. That was all when right. I graduated okay. college. That's right? fine. Yeah, it's mediocre at best, but. <laughs> I was mag- magma-, magma cum laude or whatever. I can't even spell magma cum laude. Oh, yeah. Uh, <laughs> I'm pretty sure you just cursed at me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, sorry, I don't speak <laughs> French. <laughs> guys welcome back to another episode of levity i'm your host Taman, joined here by phil hb and our special guest over here the smartest man that i personally know really yeah dang yeah. You, know, I, you don't know a lot of people that's I why don't, I don't. <laughs> he's like one of the 10 people i know <laughs> no it's q it's q yeah. introduce yourself give, give like us a little a bit of like a, a cute name a cute name cute name name q ramen no cutie pie cutie pie yeah cutie pie <laughs> It rolls off the tongue real yeah. well. You've been yeah. practicing this, huh? yeah, he, uh-huh. He's been preparing <laughs> for this. He's been preparing nah, for this. I can give a quick intro of yeah. myself. Yeah, so my name's Q. Uh, let's see. I'm a software engineer at Netflix right now. Um, I've been working there for about a year now. I've heard of that place before. Yeah, you've heard of that place? Yeah, yeah me yeah, too. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> More of a Hulu guy. Huh? Okay, get, the, get this guy out of here. Uh, <laughs> so one of the things actually for me, I don't subscribe to any of the other. I don't support the <laughs> competitors. That's my motto. Don't watch the I was actually joking. I, I want to be a software engineer. He bleeds too. Netflix. <laughs> Those jokes. Yeah. She bleeds Netflix. I don't fuck with that. <laughs> no, it's just something about y'all's katung. It really gets me every single time. You know. <laughs> it's, it's actually called to do. To do. That's the sound. Hey, can, can you get the fucking facts right? To do. Yeah, it's actually to do. Are you still watching? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Are you still watching? Well, we're not gonna dive all into yeah. that. But yeah, uh, software engineer. I've been working at Netflix for like a year. Um, mm-hmm. But I've been I graduated college around like 2018, so I've been like working in the software like tech industry for about like four or five years. Mm-hmm. Oh nice. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, and actually I'm not usually from or I was born in Atlanta, but I've been like went to school in Chicago. I was like working in DC, and actually just recently moved back uh, to Atlanta. So. I've uh, been to a lot of different places. Um, I guess other thing is I work remote right now, so that's another thing. Nice. Okay. Wait. How do you know Taman again? How do I know Taman? Yeah. Oh, unfortunately. <laughs> <laughs> that sounds like a long story. Yeah. We're like coding together since we we're like seven years uh, old. Yeah. Oh, man. Fuck that. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you're the Hulu guy. Uh, <laughs> I'm the. <laughs> 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 no. Uh, let's see. I know Taman since like he was a fucking baby. He was yeah. like like I don't know like. He was in elementary school. Yeah, because I know his oldest brother. Ah. Mm. He's my age. Um, and, like, I used to hang out with him a lot, go over to his place, in, like, middle school, high school. And he'll always be there. Um. Yeah. He'd be tiny. I just remember <laughs> it was, like, he's so different. Every time I see him now, actually, when I moved back and I saw him, I was so shook by, like, how much he's grown up and he's mm. changed so much because mm. I knew when he was like a kid. Now I'm fucking yeah, shit. Now up. he's wearing like a Winnie the Pooh outfit. I know. <laughs> I'm a grown ass man in the he's same clothes man. as when he met me. Oh yeah, just Actually, a bear trying to get some honey, you know? Yeah. <laughs> you know yeah I'm kind of curious. What was he like when he was younger? What was he like when he was yeah, younger? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh no. This is a very. He was like, a brat. We're getting like the inside scoop. He was right a now. brat. He was a brat. <laughs> hey, he'll always get his ass beat. <laughs> Hey, we here now. <laughs> we here now. Hey, straight W's over yeah, here. Yeah, straight W's no, over here. Yeah, because yeah, he has two older brothers. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So it's like. Yeah, now I beat their ass. <laughs> nah, that's not true either. But <laughs> hey, man, this is going public. How'd you how'd you get close with his older brother? Oh uh, no, uh, Tame or Jungman, who's like the oldest brother. We went to school together, so 
Yeah, I, I can't even remember people. back. Like, what, what did what did you guys do to hang out? You guys played a lot of games. Yeah, right? back then it was Combat Arms. That combat was the game. Arms. Combat Arms on next end. Mm. Yeah, I was more of like a CS. CS. Yeah, CS. 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 Source. Six. Source. Yeah, yeah, yeah. One point six. All that stuff. Damn, I played that too a little bit when I was younger. Do you think um you gaming from that young of an age kind of gave you the interest to going into that CS industry? I think hundred percent. Like gaming, I think I think this is why a lot of gamers are also in tech. To be honest. I think mm. there is like some kind of link. What do you think? Here. I transitioned. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Cause like when you like for me, it's like when you like play games and stuff. Uh-huh. You generally like play with computers more often yeah. in general. Mm. Yeah. So like you like start figuring shit out, and like you like play with it. Uh-huh. You figure out oh like how does this thing work? Like for me, that was like the thing that made me want to go into CS was like, I like use this shit all day on a game, and like I like, you know, download stuff. I play around with the computer, like you know, there's like viruses and yeah. things that those times and like i thought that was so cool uh, for me it's like so interesting because like i grew up playing games too right mm-hmm. but there was always two types of people there are people who like play the games and wonder how the game was made or they just play the games because they just blank mind they just want <laughs> they just want to play like, you just want to get your mind off things yeah yeah, yeah. yeah i mean that I and that. like for me like gaming was just like another source of like i guess therapy mm-hmm. you know just going through there but like i would have motherfuckers be like yo how do you think they like made this dlc like, yeah. do you think they, like, coded this shit? I was, all like, that I was shit. like, what the fuck? <laughs> I just paid a like, 49.99 and play this shit. <laughs> <laughs> like, I'm not... But it's, like, so, like, interesting to me. Like, see, I wonder how people's mind actually, like, rotates enough to fucking... I wonder how the game is made. Like, yeah. <laughs> okay, problem solving. Yeah, problem solving kind of mindset. And Wait, so did you want to be, like, a game developer uh, oh, growing up? Oh, I mean... Because of that route? Because for me, personally, yeah, that, that was what i want to do initially yeah yeah definitely like a little bit it wasn't like a super strong like oh i want to do this but like for example when i was in college like i used to play a lot of league when i was in college so like for me like my dream job when i was in when i was in college was like i really want to work at riot i thought that was like the coolest thing you can do because you get the, like the riot like name tag <laughs> too. i was like i want that shit <laughs> yeah so i want to do it but game development is really not the move to be honest unless you're <laughs> super passionate because why is that why is that yeah usually how what game development is is because there's so many people who want to do it people mm-hmm. are very passionate about it the pay is shit the work hours are crazy because and yeah that and but then you're doing something where it's like something you really enjoy and you're really passionate is about pay really that much lower in game developing yeah so the way to think of let's so like riot for example they do pay really well like or steam they do pay well mm-hmm. but like for people who can work at those type of companies, the hiring bar for Riot and Steam and stuff like that is really high. So for the same level of like, if you're that smart or if you're that experienced, you could work at a lot of different other companies that will pay way more and have way better work-life balance, most importantly, mm. the work-life balance. So that's why you gotta be like really passionate about it, if anything. Yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So you only do game development really if you're really passionate about game development. If mm. not, why would you take less pay and more work hours so if you want for the money don't do game development that's that's my that. mindset about i feel that it. oh so yeah. you're not out here trying to pump out like the new league skin or no, like, no, no, <laughs> no but the netflix specials that are coming yeah so nah game development's not really for me but i mean yeah i haven't even really been playing too much games anymore either so, so you're busy have, like what that. have you been doing other than work like, any any hobbies that you've been picking up oh gym Oh, Jim. I mean, yeah. Yeah, yeah. He goes we to went. steal now. He goes to steal yeah, now. Just, yeah. Oh, really? Yeah, he goes to steal yeah. society now. I see Tony all the time. Yeah, Tony. Oh, you know Tony. <laughs> He's always fucking oh, there. You know Tony? Oh, yeah. I mean, I see, I see him at the gym all yeah. the time. Yo, that's our no, boy. No, because I told him about steal. I was like, hey, like, a buddy of mine like basically runs that place. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and it, but I mean, yeah, you've been working on a lot. I mean, you got bigger too. Yeah. Yo, why, why? Why do I feel like nowadays, like, yeah, you're falling into that like 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 that swole tech bro? Yeah. Like, no, yeah. I was just about to say, <laughs> yo. 
Like, there's two types of tech bros, right? The ones that make so much money but don't really spend it and stay at home. Mm. Or there's, like, the other tech bro that, like, his house is super clean and he's just working out from 5 a.m. to 7 a.m. <laughs> and then going out and coding till, like, 10 p.m. No, <laughs> it's definitely a thing. I, I was always going to talk on mm. this. Like, I, there is definitely, like, a tech bro stereotype. Yeah. And I'm, like, trying to get to, like, one of the things I think for sure is actually, like, it's surprising, but I think a lot of tech bros actually work out a lot. Like, they go to the gym a lot, too. Mm-hmm. Which was very surprising for me. The other thing, usually, they're socially awkward. Mm. That's hundred percent true. Huh? That's I. I really think that's really really true. I, I, I no, but you're pretty. He- you're pretty oh, sociable. Yeah. yeah. You know what yeah. I mean? <laughs> but like most people are mm. not like. How do I say this? Okay. It's, it's kind of hard to socialize for a lot of them because they like to be inside most of yeah, the time. Yeah, yeah. That's I, why they choose to be yeah, a tech bro. I think there's a trend to that. So like example, right? When I was at the last company I used to work at, like sometimes I'd be in meetings with like people who are in sales. And marketing and things like that and the vibe is just completely different like everyone's like always like super happy they're cracking jokes mm-hmm. it's very like very easy going mm-hmm. i guess mm-hmm. right? people uh, people person right? yeah they're all people uh, pe- people, people yeah person. people person that's kind of yeah, what yeah. i mean like tech people tech bros tend to not be people not saying like it's obviously a stereotype it's i'm generalizing not everyone's mm-hmm. like this yeah, but yeah, like yeah, yeah. in general like when you have a meeting with just like a bunch of tech people like just software engineers it's like hella awkward all the time Mm. Yeah, it? it's like small talk. It's like communication's it's like, hard. Yeah, man. it's like small talk more than like it doesn't feel natural. I yeah, guess. What's the most um, like awkward encounter that you had to go through? Because everyone speaks like different languages. Like you speak Python <laughs> and like I speak like JavaScript, <laughs> and like it doesn't match yeah, up. Yeah, sometimes know? I, I speak mean, English. Yeah, we usually speak English, but uh, <laughs> 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 no. But I think it's kind of ha- so. I work remote, so all my meetings are all like video mm. chats, right? Mm. Yeah. So I think sometimes it can be pretty awkward because like. Everyone will join, but we're like waiting for people. You just stare at each other. And you just like stare at each other. <laughs> and everyone's on mute. And it's like the most awkward like silence. And I'm not going to talk fuck that. <laughs> <laughs> so like I, I know like uh, companies, you know, they'll have like like get togethers, right? Yeah. So how is it when you physically, you know, get together uh, in person with the other engineers man. and other CS yeah. people? So that's, that's pretty relevant because we had an event actually. I had to go to L.A. Um, uh. where it was like a team event where we, we were all meeting up. Um so was that was like the new like creed like release uh like, nah this was uh, like a <laughs> you guys do that have parties for like big releases that netflix are about to drop like movies um there are events mm-hmm. but not like i don't think the engineering people are really invited to those like if there's parties <laughs> i don't know about those parties. <laughs> the communication <laughs> part huh? yeah no, no, the but, but they do really cool things like they do showings like so for example you know like bling empire mm. uh-huh, recently uh-huh. came out i think they have the cast of the bling empire come also and you like watch movie, you could like do Q&A with that. Oh, that's fun. Like that. That's fun. Yeah, so, if, but unfortunately, I'm remote, so, like, that's, like, that's one of the shitty things about being remote is, like, you miss out also on a lot of the events and things. They're all, like, happen at the office. Oh, so would you ever, like, move to L.A. to be, like, closer to that type of yeah, stuff? Or, or I, do you like being remote? <laughs> Wait, is the main yeah. office of Netflix in L.A.? Or? No, um, the main office is actually uh, Los Gatos, which is, like, in the Bay Area. Would you call me? Oh. Uh, <laughs> 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 yeah, but I haven't even been there yet. I've been, there's three offices. There's, like, one in Los Gatos, and then there's one in L.A., and then there's one in New York. And I've been to the one in New York and LA, um, but never the Los Gatos one. But where is Los Gatos? What is Los Gatos? Honestly, I don't know California that well. It's like an hour away from San Francisco. Oh, it's in California. Yeah, it's in California. Oh, okay. Yeah, it's in California. But it's like pretty cool because they even have shit like this where like they have flights, like private flights that go. Did you hear about this? There was like a news article about like Netflix like paying like 200k for a flight attendant or something. No, what? No. no. <laughs> yeah. no wait, tell, tell us more about it. Yeah, they were like talking about it where like they posted like a job posting for a flight attendant and they were paying like a crazy amount and then like 
people were asking me, like, yo, how do I get this job? Oh, that's why they called me. <laughs> oh, okay. Well, that's why you were yeah. missing out. Yeah. Oh, I got you. I got you. No, but he's busy working yeah. at Hulu yeah. instead. Yeah. So okay, like, I see how it is. <laughs> yeah. Are you going into Netflix with a Hulu shirt on? But yeah, they do flights like from LG to like LA, like every day. They have like a 10 person jet. That's pretty crazy. Yeah, it's pretty cool. Oh. So you can actually book that. But, but is that just for? Is that for all employees? Yeah, it's for all employees. Because so I know Netflix is a company that's a bigger company that doesn't have a lot of employees. Yeah. Right? So that's actually one of the really cool things about Netflix as a company is like if you look at the headcount, yeah, compared to all the other like big tech companies like Facebook or Meta, or whatever, Amazon and stuff like that, the headcount is extremely low in comparison. Huh. Yeah. And the, the model, I think, is a lot of it just like get a lot of really, really, really smart people mm-hmm. who work really, really well together and like give them a bunch of freedom yeah. to execute on their own. Don't like, you know, don't put so much like bureaucracy and things like that in between. So you're basically the shit is what you're trying to say. <laughs> no, no. <laughs> that's, that's the culture of yeah. Netflix. It's they have the Avengers. Yeah. they're part of the culture. So, for example, one of the really interesting things about Netflix was that this changed now, but they only hire senior software engineers. So they Sheesh. only hire people with at least five years of experience. Holy was shit. a that was like that for all until just this year is when they changed that. Hmm. And the idea behind that is just get really really. So you were people. like on that line. Yeah. Last year. So wow. for me, I was like around like four ish years of experience. So I was kind of like borderline. So, oh. um, but like the idea is that you get a bunch of really smart people who are really really like they work talented. really well. They're very talented, and you give them a bunch of freedom. Hmm. Just let them like work uh, and think for themselves. So did they just kind of give you an outline of a project and just tell you like yeah. go, th- go go through with it? It's more so there's like they don't try to force a structure uh-huh. on you. Like you oh. have to do things the X Y Z way. If you feel like there's another way to do it that's better, you should be empowered to do so, and you don't have to wow. ask a bunch of different people for. Netflix is yeah. a very open-minded company. You, you know, and I, I love this because I think a lot of the issues of like education and anything like right now uh-huh. is the lack of creativity. Yeah, and. Uh, like I feel like problem solving in itself has been kind of stripped away, so them just being able to be in a, a creative like space and just be able to make their own stuff whenever you guys want to that's pretty awesome. Yeah, yeah it is. It's pretty awesome. Yeah. You have to jump through like a bunch of different hurdles and stuff like that just to get like one thing done or something like that, right? No, yeah. yeah. So you, it's like it's a lot simpler, pretty much. Mm-hmm. There's less like work required for it. So I mean, it's the pros and cons thing. Sometimes having some level of structure, and this mm-hmm. is like common. I think conflict that I have faced in work too, to be honest, is mm-hmm. like sometimes when you're given too much freedom. You don't know what you're supposed to do. Mm. Like you don't know the right way to do something. Yeah, and you just have to kind of like think of it yourself. So like I think it's like, there is some balance to it. You need some level of structure, and then to do your work. But yeah, essentially that was kind of like how it was. So for me, actually, I was pretty on the borderline. Like I was like four, four and a half years of experience. So I'm very fortunate to have been able to. Like usually they don't even like give you an interview. Oh wow! In, in the first place. So I was very fortunate because I was able to get a referral in. And then that referral is kind of like the foot in the door mm. that helped me get like the first interview. Yeah, you like talk no jutsu. Yeah, because them. without the referral, yeah. to be honest, I probably would have been just rejected like without even like any phone screen Mm-mm. because oh. they just see like, oh, you don't have enough years of experience. Yeah, yeah. It's yeah, usually yeah. how it would go. I've seen like a lot of like sh- uh, YouTube shorts and TikToks on like people like doing these interviews in mm-hmm. the CS background. And I've heard some like crazy ass questions that happen like in these stages of these interviews. So can you kind of walk us through like what kind of hurdles you have to go through to get into I mean, to go through these interviews that you have with these big companies yeah. Like Netflix. yeah so it's actually a pretty standard process which is pretty interesting meaning all the big tech companies they follow pretty much the same structure structure mm. of interviews so usually i'm trying to, it's been about like a year so 
I and I stopped studying for. Interviews. How many stages of the interview? <laughs> There's are there? a lot. Really? <laughs> it's, like it's, it's like a three month process, right? Um, the whole longer? thing probably takes around like a couple months. It's like yeah. nuts because yeah. every yeah. time I interview for a job, it's like thirty minutes. And <laughs> yeah, yes no, or no. And then you just get the job. Yeah, yeah. And all of a sudden, oh I'm just like God. bagging up food and, <laughs> and shit. Yeah, but it's normally, <laughs> you just telling them like, you know what? I knew I was gonna get the yeah. job. <laughs> See you later. I swear, I've never been to an interview that lasted longer than thirty minutes. That's fucking crazy. Three months? I I'd rather just not work. I mean, it's because <laughs> isn't it because there's like a lot of like. More so than behavioral, it's a lot of technical and technical yeah, than technical. It, it, it's more so logistics because yeah. there's so many interviews, and obviously you're not gonna do one by one like back to back to back to back to like Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday. It's gonna be like you do one one week and then the one next week and uh-huh. things like that. So the whole process usually looks like you know obviously you apply for the job, and then like a recruiter reaches out to you, is like, hey, we're interested in you, and then they'll schedule a phone screen usually. Then the then f- do you hit him with the yeah I'm interested. Oh yeah interested yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I already got the job, right? <laughs> no, so you get the phone screen, and then the phone screen is usually non-technical because mm-hmm. the recruiter is not really technical. Mm-hmm. They're really like looking at your background, trying to get a feel for like who you are, and they'll ask some pretty basic questions usually. If you fuck up the recruiter phone screen, it's pretty bad. Mm. You, you, most of the time, you should just get through the recruiter phone screen without, without any issues. They'll ask pretty much about your background. It's more like confirmation, like what you put in your resume, yeah. like that yeah. you actually sound like you actually did these things. It's not like you're lying. Or yeah, you're not lying. It. Yeah, it's, it, and it's kind of like a screen for that, mm. right? And then usually the first thing that comes after that is the first technical phone screen. So have you guys like, do you, do you, have you heard of lead code? Yeah. Code? Yeah, lead code. Oh, all the time. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so like TLDR <laughs> lead code is. <laughs> lead code does C++. No, okay. Get the <laughs> <guy>. <laughs> yeah, essentially, Lead Code is it's it's a actually like a website. A problem that, solving yeah, algorithm problem solving website. Challenges. Yeah, uh, yeah. Oh. So there's like coding problem solving yeah. challenges. Tim forgot because he solved everything yeah. already. But <laughs> yeah, I remember now. <laughs> <laughs> but essentially, these problems are like to be honest, it's very debate. It's it's very controversial actually, because the these problem solving coding challenges that you find on Lead Code, they're nothing like the stuff that you actually do at work. Mm-hmm. It's like dumbass like math problems is kind of how you can think They're of it. They're preaching to the choir. Yeah. Mm. But like why do companies even use these then still, right? Because it is still a good gauge for to see how like capable you are. Like logic based. Like, like how you really go about just approaching yeah. situations, right? Yeah, like what he says. It's more so like, oh, can you problem solve this? Then he yeah. should be able to hypothetically <coughs> problem solve all the other issues that we can test for him. The her. way I see it, it's not really that because the type of problem you're solving is uh-huh. so different from real world problems. Okay. Imagine doing like, yeah, it's like imagine like physics problems uh-huh. and then like telling you to now go build a bridge. Like, like I, I guess like there's practical skills and well, like you, you know you need mathematic physics to like, build a bridge though. Yeah, you do. <laughs> but like it's like kind of like it's a little different mindset, right? Uh-huh. But I do. I'm not saying that lead code is not a good way to do interviews though because. I, so I've done interviews too. Mm-hmm. I've done interviews for internships, like intern candidates at mm-hmm. Netflix. I've, mm-hmm. Yeah, and let me know. <laughs> <laughs> we're we're done hiring, unfortunately. <laughs> you miss a you miss a vote. <laughs> but like, what what do I look for when I interview? Mm-hmm. Right, it's another way to think about it. And it's not really like it, you can give them any problem technically. It's really about like how they approach it. How do they handle it when they get stuck? For example, mm-hmm. do they just like freak out? They don't ask anything and they just like nervously just start doing random shit. That's a really bad sign, right? Or is it like if they get stuck, are they pretty open about it? Hey, I'm trying to do this. I wanted to do X, Y, Z. I tried to do A, B, C, but it's not working. What do you think the next best step? Like, what what else could I try here? Being able to break down what yeah. you're doing. A lot being so being questions wrong, is yeah, important. asking questions is yeah. very important. So it's you just, just don't answer anything. <laughs> just be completely honest with them. <laughs> yeah, I don't know shit. <laughs> yeah, I don't know shit. I don't even yeah. know what I'm interviewing but for. <laughs> the idea is like when you're doing these eco type problems, it should almost as an interviewer 
what I really like is if it feels like a collaboration almost like they're working with me to oh, solve a problem. Oh, interesting. That's a yeah. very new way of um, yeah, hearing that's, it. Yeah, it's yeah. a different way because when you're the interviewee, you think, oh, I'm just giving a problem I need to solve it. But it's really not like that. Mm. But what happens so. when your teammate sucks in the collaboration? <laughs> 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 yeah, that, that's a problem. But anyway, so you have the legal problem. That's usually, it, that's sometimes like an online thing they send you or like someone watches over you as you do it. So that's kind of like what I used to do where you get in the problem, they solve mm. it online on like a kind of code sharing editor, kind of like Google Docs, but for coding. Mm -hmm. And then you just watch them do it and you just like, hopefully they solve it. They don't, then too bad. <laughs> it, <laughs> you know, like to, I, I'm really glad we're having this conversation because I'm going through this like whole boot camp journey mm -hmm. and trying to figure out the software engineering journey as well. And like I didn't go to college for software engineering. Yeah. So I did this whole boot camp thing. Dude, it's tough. But like, I just want to hear, what's your perspective on boot camp versus a four-year college degree? And plus, I'm sure you have your opinion like on, man, I should have, I could have done it differently, or et cetera, et cetera. Yeah. Um. So, I think boot camp is pretty interesting because mm -hmm. it's been popping up everywhere. Dude, it's everywhere. It's been crazy like the past couple of years. Yeah. <laughs> I think boot camp. That there's one thing I don't like about boot camp. Mm -hmm. I don't like how it's advertised. I feel like it tries to get in people who don't know what they're doing. It makes it seem like then, it's free money. Yeah, and then, yeah, it's, yeah exactly. Yeah, yeah, they yeah. lure oh, them yeah. in thinking like, oh, well, you just do this thing for three months and, and then get you like, get a like job. A get rich quick yeah, scheme. Yeah, it's yeah, a get yeah. rich quick scheme is how yeah. they sell it. Yeah, I don't yeah. like that advertising method. It works because yeah. it brings in a lot I mean, of people. And that's why it's so saturated. Right? Yeah, mm -hmm. and that's how they make so much money. But it's, I feel very bad because there's so many people who don't know what they're doing. They see this and they're like, oh, it's like easy money. I just do this program for three months and I get a job. A and free job. Six figure or something, right? And what hap tends to happen a lot is like they do the three month boot camp. They are not even like really interested in computer science or anything. So they're just kind of just kind of winging it. And then they finish and they don't know what the fuck they even learned. And they're not like actively looking for jobs as hard as they probably should because they're not really interested in the field. And they just end up with nothing. And then they end up with a bunch of debt and nothing to show for it. And I feel like that happens so often than not. And that's because it, they draw in people with this get rich quick scheme. So mm. like, I'm not saying bootcamp is bad. I think it's really great. And actually there's someone on my team who mm -hmm. is from bootcamp. Really? Yeah, mm. so it's definitely possible. Okay. And I, but I think it's like, the, you have to go in with the right mindset. Mm. It's possible, it. dog. Hey, man. <laughs> yourself. I'm really trying over here. I know a couple other people who were actually successful with bootcamp too. Mm -hmm. So like, I know that it can work. Then do, could you explain like what they did essentially? Yeah. Not even for the people, mm -hmm. just for me. Like, yeah. I'm really curious. <laughs> you selfish. <spot. laughs> I think the difference is like the mindset of going into it first. Uh -huh. It's like you have to do it like knowing that you want to do it. Like you want to really do a good job. I okay. Is like you, you have to really have to be dedicated to okay. it. I think is one important thing. So but it's like, like not wasting your time actually dedicating yeah, your actually time. Actually dedicating it yeah, and yeah, like yeah. even doing sometimes more than whatever is that you're assigned in school. Which, like, which will be troll because if you're spending that much money, like yeah, you would expect someone you to. You want to. Yeah. Like, act, don't play League of Legends. Don't do other stuff. Exactly. Go do your work. Yeah. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. like, I guess the way I see it is, like, for example, like, even after you finish boot camp, mm -hmm. like, I would, if you're, like, something that you could do is, like, you could keep working on additional projects just on your own. Mm -hmm. I used like, to do that, too, when mm -hmm. I was in college. I would just build random shit just so I can have it in my, repo like, just my like project. Me. All the time. <laughs> He's just like me. What do you mean? <laughs> I used to, me and my, my dorm room. Just building random shit. <laughs> yeah, dude, I'm saying. Building bridges with physics came, and came shit. actually what made Valorant. You guys just don't <laughs> know what. <laughs> Honestly, I'm okay. right, though. You're right. <laughs> but, and you were saying you're just like adding a bunch of projects, just doing this and that. 
you never like did you really like push out and like try to meet new people um i think definitely networking is really important so that's so hard in this it um, is hard yeah. it is hard and like I, to be honest like in i haven't met anybody really in tech in atlanta really recently oh. so i mean i don't go too often okay 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 <laughs> Wait, yeah. Is there like a certain group of people out here that's like? I don't. I guess there is. But okay, so I guess differently. When I was in DC, like all the people I knew was in tech. Wow. I yeah. mean, it's like tech hub, right? It, yeah. it is kind of a tech hub, and there's it's a a lot of young professionals, like mm. people who just got out of college. A lot of people just kind of go to DC usually, so like that was a very different experience, and it was so easy to network because like all the people I just met, they were already in tech. I mean, there are also a lot of people who work in the government and stuff too, but like that made it a lot easier for like, for example, I helped, I've helped other people like refer to my company too mm. when I was like um, looking. And then when I was looking for a job, it was so easy because like all the people who I used to work with, they, and they led to different companies. I could, I asked them, I was like, hey, you can, can just you branch out like here? that. Yeah. Or that's you're just how, hella popular. Huh? Huh? <laughs> Wait, what? <laughs> Nothing. Uh, <laughs> so, so take me on a journey here. Yeah. Uh, I mean, you're a pretty successful dude for at a young age that you are, right? How old are you, like 34? <laughs> well, uh, what, what, was that, what was that journey like from, you know, from your college to where you're at now? Okay, yeah. That's what kind actually, of hurdles did you have to go through? Are there any uh, regrets or yeah. anything you wish yeah, you could like, redo and stuff sure. like that? Like, He's not 34, by the way. I'm 26. <laughs> wait, 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 wait. Oh, fuck. I'm like 27 now. God damn. Damn. God damn. Pretty fast. <laughs> Um, but yeah, like I went to school in Chicago, um, and I have a lot of, there's a lot of regrets I have for school actually. Okay. Mm-hmm. I think that's kind of weird, but I regret studying so much. What? Really? Yeah. Like what do you mean? Like high school? Or? No, no, regret no, being no. so College. smart and just so diligent? College. Mm. I wasted so much time. So focused on GPA. Cause mm, when you're in the high school, GPA and then like SAT is like everything. What was your GPA in high school? I mean. A 7.0. Yeah. I mean. It was God damn. That's like, like. I don't know. It's like I three times mine. In the top like five percent of the world, of, of my high school rank. Oh, uh, yeah. <laughs> damn! Like, I don't remember the exact. Huh? Yeah. No? I was top ten percent of the world. Easy, so. <laughs> but yeah, like I studied so much, mm-hmm. and I realized after I got out of school that GP doesn't really matter that much. The difference between like a three point eight student and like a three point six, like a three point four, like when the person is looking at your job application. After like a year or two of experience, like that shit really does not matter. What about a two point six? Two points. Okay, so yeah, two point six would be kind of concerning. Fuck. <laughs> Fuck. <laughs> but it's a two point six, but he has like so many well projects that he's yeah. Like, that's what I was about to just yeah. say. Like, okay, so if it's two point six, but he has a lot of really great work experience, and when you and like you know the recruiter phone screen, this is kind of mm-hmm. what it's for. When they talk to you, you clearly seem like you're really really smart. So something mm-hmm. you're just fucking around in school or something. This is kind of a question yeah. outside the like the conversation but like going back to the boot camp mm-hmm. when you uh put in like on your resume and shit do you have grades that you put on from boot camp or is it just like you have a certification from the boot camp so it's just a certification so i don't have like a grade system it's, uh, it's just pass fail but uh, i do a lot of projects so that's probably the things i'm going to be put on my resume uh, so there's no grading yeah, yeah. there's uh, not it's just a piece, yeah, piece of really paper good. like hey look uh, yeah. i went to this thing all right go spent on. a lot of money what, what were you saying I was talking about yeah. college. Oh, yeah. So, yeah, just don't study so much. Yeah. That's my focus. I wish I, like... Don't go to college, kids. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's, that's the main yeah, takeaway, that's actually. That's the lesson. No. So, okay. If you're really career-focused mm-hmm. in school, and, like, let's say you're a computer... You're right now a freshman in mm-hmm. CS at some college right now. Like, my recommendation, if you really want to do really well career-wise, is focus on internships. If you're a freshman and you feel like you can't get an internship, 
look at like re- like just message professors, email them like, hey, do you, is there any research opportunities that I can do for the summer, and things like that. What's the What's the thing you say? It's you're never gonna make the shot you never take or something like that. You miss a hundred percent. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. So that's my regret because mm-hmm. freshman year I did nothing. Because mm. I nothing's nice. Yeah, I mean I did. <laughs> I didn't even work. I was just, I you just were studying. I actually majored in nothing. It's pretty cool actually. <laughs> yeah. So, I mean, you said you. Uh, I mean, like you studied a lot in college. Yeah. But do you? Th- I mean, since you did that, do you think you've gotten the opportunities that you have right now because of the GPA? No, no. no. Yeah. I mean, I think. Okay, so for might example, have helped a little though, right? My GPA was like maybe like three point eight five or something. That was all when right. I graduated okay. college. That's right? fine. Yeah, it's mediocre at best, but <laughs> I was mag- magma magma cum laude. Whatever I can't even spell magna. Oh, you're I, <laughs> you're I'm pretty sure you just cursed at me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, sorry, I don't speak I French. Yeah. I want to be the magma yeah. queen. Magma queen. Yeah. Is that is that is wait, but it's, what that's is like that? top ten percent? Is that like the dean's list? Yeah, kind of. It's like the top ten percent. Uh-huh. I told you he's basically yeah. the shit. Dog. <laughs> <laughs> but like, what I'm saying is like, I wish getting like a three point eight versus a three point six mm-hmm. is a very big difference. Mm-hmm. Actually, you have to study really, really hard. You know, get a three point eight because like the difference between A and A minus is like ninety three scoring over ninety three. But it ain't worth it. And that it. is really fucking hard. And I wish I studied less. And I would I would be happy with like a three point five, for example. And that's pretty good at what yeah. school you were at. at yeah. Least. Yeah. Wait, wait, wait. Which school did you go to? Oh, I went to Northwestern University. Okay, that's Chicago. awesome. Yeah. Why? But why do they call it Northwestern? It's on the east. Co- <laughs> uh, east. It's, it's northwest of like. The Lake Mich- Northwest of Chicago. Yeah. But there's there's a northeastern too. There right? is, but it's in Boston. So both the west and the east are back in the east. Yeah, they're both in the yeah, east. Yeah, I'm spitting right now. <laughs> I'm spitting. The bars. The bars. <laughs> oh my god. Uh, Wait, so pretty much in what you're holy crap. What you're trying to say was instead of um working so hard in college for those like what point two GPA yeah. higher, you wish you were more lax about it or just taking internships overall than studying that much I, if you're career focused mm-hmm. so for me actually i wish i took that time to enjoy college more mm. that's my big regret like party more yeah party more like actually yeah like actually okay yeah, like go. that's, that is really like, like the four years of your life that mm-hmm. like is when else are you going to have that kind of environment individualism for, like, and just yeah, like learning being yeah, around yeah. people all your age and all like just starting out your kind of like independent life mm. you'll never get that again Pretty much. Were you involved in like clubs and stuff like that? Yeah, I, I was, and I did. I mean, it's not like I just stay at home literally all day and just study. I did do like I did meet people, and I was in clubs and things like that. I did go out, but it's just like I wish I did more of that mm. rather than like study so yeah, hard. Yeah, there wasn't as much like a balance, right? Yeah, yeah, exactly. But like, if you're someone who like don't care about partying or whatever, mm-hmm. use that time and use that to like find internships, study for interviews, do that instead. That's, so that's way better. If studying or your GPA or whatever you did wasn't the reason you got opportunities, so what? Do you think it really highlighted how you got these opportunities? Okay, yeah, that's a really good question. So I guess if I go through my first job, mm-hmm. my first internship, mm-hmm. I made minimum wage. As a developer? As a developer. Was, oh, wow. like I was making like, I don't know, like 13, 14 an hour. Were you developing like McDonald's sandwiches? Like what's <laughs> going on? No, it was like for this like, and this is like my big regret is I wish I spent more time studying and like applying for inter- internships mm. because I could have done it. It's just that I didn't even know how to approach it. Mm. I didn't have anybody telling me like, this is what you're supposed to do. Like analysis paralysis. Yeah. Because like for me, I was like, you go to college, you just go to classes and you study. And then you do the next thing. No one really teaches you how to like survive. Yeah. Nobody teaches you that you're supposed to be like studying for interviews and to be applying for internships, like starting like winter quarter for your summer stuff. Like I didn't know any of that. And I wish I knew that better and spent more time because I didn't do any of that shit. So I ended up with some garbage internship 
as my first Dang. job. But like having that experience at least was way better than having nothing. Yeah, that garbage internship molded your anger. Yeah, <laughs> and also that they, they kind of did. I was like, I'm not like I. I was so mad at myself mm. for like taking something like I. I could have changed that so I could have mm. gotten somewhere better if I just started earlier. If I knew mm. all these things, it wasn't that like I was like stupid. It was just I didn't know about these things. But at the end of the day, it's pretty hard to beat where you're at right now. Yeah. So like, uh, how did I get mm. from? There but do you think you could have gotten here sooner if you? Oh, hundred percent. Oh wow. Yeah. Okay. Oh. Let me keep that in mind. Yeah, because <laughs> like, for example, like if you're uh, like, I'm thinking about like my friends that I had when I was in school. Mm-hmm. They would have like from sophomore year, they would have internships at like face whatever like bang companies, mm. right? And then junior year, they would usually get like a return offer, or because they already had an internship already from somewhere really really great. It's very easy for them to find their next internship. A different fan company. Yeah, and then yeah. by senior year, they'll either get a return offer, which means they're set already for full time at that point, or like they get another internship. And now that person has three internships mm-hmm. over me, where I worked at some no name place. And that two point so two. What would they get if you guys were interviewing for the same? So- it's not that you get a different position. It's just yeah. that when you're a new yeah. grad applying for your first job out uh-huh. of college. That person that I just described would have a much easier time getting into like uh, all the top tech companies. Like for me right now, one of my issues is like a lot of these companies that I want to apply for is this minimum one year as a junior developer. But mm. how am I supposed to show that I have one year of experience if I never had internships or any other experience? Or get a yeah. chance. It doesn't exactly. make sense. So them having that advantage of time and just yeah. interning in random places just always is advantageous compared to like the average person that didn't do anything. Yeah. So how many in- internships did you do? So I did two. Okay. I did one mm-hmm. at this garbage place. And the other one was like, even, like it was a student internship. Like we had like a, mm-hmm. in our school, we had a program where students can create their own so you're like startups. A, oh, okay. Yeah. Oh, wow. So like. Did they I fund w- you too? Yeah. It was, I made $3,000 for the whole summer. So it's like a mm-hmm. Y Combinator type of situation. Yeah, yeah? kind of. Yeah. Oh. And I got that, I got that as a scholarship from my school. Like it's not that the startup was paying me. Mm-hmm. Ah, okay. okay. <laughs> yeah. mm-hmm. So, I mean, I, I was like making, that's 3,000 over three months is like nothing. Pretty much a month. Yeah, it's like a thousand a month. I mean, I made, I made, I was like living for like four hundred a month for rent and stuff like that. Mm. I mean, I was living college life, so I made it work. But like, and then I, so that's kind of how I started. And the first job I was applying to, I was applying to a bunch of different places in Chicago, and like, yeah. And then I somehow found that this company that was in DC actually, while I was looking, I wasn't even looking for a job in DC, but I got the interview. And I mean, I was studying like that senior year. All I did was study for. I didn't go to class. I just studied for interviews, mm-hmm. like lead code questions mm-hmm. and like behavioral interview crep, prep and like apply. So like I would apply to like 10, 20 places every day. Mm. It's just like keep, keep finding. Did, did you even do the beginner lead code questions or did you just skip that and go straight immediately? Oh no, dude, lead code was fucking, I'm dumb. As f- lead code is hella hard. <laughs> no, 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 I, I'm not saying it's easy. Yeah. What kind okay, of like, questions are on link code? It's hard le- to explain. Lead code is more like... It's it's like like those questions like a hundred apples in the pickup truck. It's like this, like okay, like given a list of numbers, Mm -hmm. write something that finds all the duplicates. They're numbers. (laughs) See, that's why I say this way. (laughs) (laughs) Or like if there's a two and a twelve, they both have two. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Exactly, but you have to write a program that's able to detect that yeah. and say like, oh, there are two I can just tell you the answer now. <laughs> well, what's the point of me yeah, building a program? Yeah, but the idea if you build a what happens when there's like like a ten, ten million numbers? Yeah, two like million that. numbers. Can you do that by <laughs> hand? Give me some time. This is calculated. The interviewer is like, hey, Taman, like, um, you, you can't do it like that. No, like, just give me some more time. <laughs> yeah. Just relax. Yeah, at least I'm being honest. Like, give me the job. <laughs> but yeah, so I guess in terms of your your main question was like, how did I get from like where I started to like where I'm at? Yeah, right yeah, 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 for and sure. And I think the biggest thing was to be honest is. I, I, there's no, I study a lot. I, I do really work really hard. There's no way I could have gotten here without like other people's help. 
is the biggest thing. Interesting. Mm. Okay. Yeah. Mm. Like the person, like my for me, the really big thing for me was that the first company I worked at mm-hmm. in DC, like my manager there was amazing as like a coach almost. Okay. So he like really, really, yeah, he's like he was mentor. Yeah. Okay. So he was a really great mentor for me, like for all the technical things, and he helped me really grow to become a lot better okay. at work, kind of stuff, and also like career wise too. So he helped me a lot mm-hmm. in that aspect, and I think without having had that growth, and he really, really pushed me to like, pretty much like be better, and mm-hmm. then like explore better opportunities. Like te- te- what's his name? Can I uh, can I uh, <laughs> can I reach out to that guy? I want to be better. I can do that to you. So later. would you see him more as a mentor, as like a uh, like as everyday life to life, or like technical, or was he a good mix of both? It was actually a little bit of both, which uh-huh. was surprising because for me, I like I always felt like I had to keep keep work separate, kind of actually. But he's also like just just like how you should live mm. kind of thing. Mm. Yeah, he gave a lot of just like very good like mental mindsets, like well, emotional, like good life uh, advice. Like, yeah. yeah, good life advice, like emotional intelligence, for example. Mm. That's something that's not necessarily only work related, right? Mm-hmm. Being an emotional intelligent person. But it does like matter at the workplace when yeah, you're working with is. other people. Yeah, stuff. that's why he'll help me mm. with it too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But then that applies to my life overall. Uh, so mm. I thought that was always interesting. You know how we were talking about how like. Um, some software engineers are like kind of awkward and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Um, being the vet you are now, how would you approach uh, networking and stuff like that because of that uh, awkward hurdle in between, like actually like meeting and talking to people? Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Honestly, I have no idea. Huh? Yeah. <laughs> Wait, what do you mean by that? As in I like, like, I, like I'm trying to think always of been like, he was pretty like open and you know, and sociable. Like, yeah, yeah, he's sociable. So, um, I mean, but just because he's sociable doesn't mean they are. So how do you approach these yeah. more introverted people? Code off. Code <laughs> okay, so you I guess me. If, you're, if you're in school, it's not that hard because mm. I think there's a lot of government. There's like usually things like hackathons mm. where a lot of people get together and a lot of, you know, you can meet a lot of people. Can you explain what a hackathon is? Yeah, hackathon is usually like, you know, they spend like, it's like a bunch of people get together. They work on a project for like 24 hours, mm-hmm. like overnight. Just straight. Yeah, so just straight. It's like a competition yeah, with a competition. theme. Yeah. And then you're trying to like. And these are all like coding projects? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah it's all coding God projects. damn. So it's like an event. Like everyone yeah. goes together for a specific uh, like place. And then the, there's a theme. And everyone's trying to like collaborate with other people and try to see who can make the best um, project within this theme. Yeah. That's crazy. With, within a given amount of time. Mm-hmm. So I'm sure you attend a whole yeah. bunch. Yeah, yeah. And like, to be honest, I went and just like got free food and just like slept. That's awesome. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you gotta get something and out of it. College life is tough sometimes. <laughs> yeah, but yeah, I guess networking is really hard. I, I mean, like we kind of talk about like maybe LinkedIn is kind of a decent way, mm. but I feel like it's really hard if you don't already have it in. Mm. And that's kind of mm. what I was talking about, like how when I was looking for a new job, the way I did it was I reached out to all my previous coworkers who I used to work with. Oh, so that's a good way of getting your in. Yeah, that's uh. that's how I did it, and I was able to get a lot of really great referrals. How about like your fellow students that you graduated with? Uh yeah that works too uh, yeah yeah I think like uh. from what I've been hearing like referrals is uh, pretty much the cheat code in today's like mm. getting a job mm. you kind of need yeah. to either be so good at the um interview and so good at talking mm-hmm. or you just have a person that has an in yeah that's able to kind of eliminate the process of like a lot of the other perspectives because if you get an in that means oh this person matches my company culture mm. so it automatically filters a lot of the other things that people normally kick out. Yeah. Right. The way I see it is referrals always just a foot in the door. Referrals yeah. never gonna actually get you. If you're if you get a referral in, and they interview you, like the recruiter, the first phone screen interviews you, and they can clearly tell that you're not experienced. Oh. Then that's a that's a no go. Yeah. Oh, really? Recruiter SpongeBob yeah. and they got a doodle bomb. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like from a recruiter's perspective. Come on, you, man, yo. Yeah. It, it doesn't matter if you were referred or not. 
they just see you as a candidate. Mm. Like referral just gets you the first interview with the re- with the recruiter. So I think recru- referrals is really beneficial for people who are new new grads though. Oh, I see. Because for new grads specifically, where they don't have like kind of you're talking about, like a lot of places are like you need at least one year's experience to even apply. Like if you're really good, like if you feel like you're talented enough to be actually you're qualified for the position, but you're not getting it because you're just being filtered out by these like arbitrary standards. Then I think that's when referrals is like a blessing because it gets you the foot in the door, and as long as you do well, like you will get that job. Because generally, it's like an algorithm just sorting through yeah, these random resumes. Right? It is, yeah, because they'll just see your resume. They like recruiters spend maybe like two five seconds to look at your resume. To be honest, like they can clearly tell right from the beginning. Oh, no experience. All right. Re- how many job. applicants do you think they go through in, during a hiring season? And how many people end up actually making it towards that? It's hard for him to tell though, because he's not even in that. Um, but I feel role, like yeah. if you get towards that last stage, you kind of know who's you know in that you know trial or not, right? Yeah. Yeah. Amount but of applicants is crazy mm. because anybody can apply. Yeah. Like I, I'm pretty sure they're they have a filter system with the, like a bot. Yeah, exactly. Where it automatically kind of checks your resume and yeah. sees if it's even worth looking mm. at to begin with, and then from there the recruiter just gives it like literally five seconds. And he's so like, it's like just eh, like a eh. college application, pretty much. kind of. Yeah. But I mean, going back to when you said you were hiring, uh, you were applying for maybe like 10, 20 internships a day. Yeah. How many callbacks did you get from doing that? Oh, not a lot. I think it, uh, it's been a long time for since I was in. Like, if you did it for a week, that's at least like a hundred. Okay, know. maybe I was exaggerating. I applied in total like hundred, like no, like at least like ten, twenty a week. Uh huh. I would say because also you still. And that's running, still a shit yeah, ton. You still yeah. run, you run out of companies to apply yeah. for. <laughs> Uh, do you start having to expand like where you can go? Yeah, so then I was like, I was looking at Chicago because I was going uh-huh. to school there, but I was looking like looking the tech like Bay Area and stuff mm-hmm. like that too because I was like, that's where all the tech jobs are. Um, but like callback wise, it was really low, like maybe like ten percent of the places I applied to. Mm. I get it's like something like my whole. I heard that's actually a pretty high number. Actually. <laughs> <laughs> no. The whole thing was I think I got like ten phone screens and then like five ish. I went into the first round with. And then from there, I like got like an on-site interview with like maybe two, three companies. Mm. And then I was able to get an offer, so I didn't go. And yeah, so I, I got an offer from one of them that I decided to go with. So Fair. like it is, you funnel down really fast. Mm. You apply it to a bunch of places, but once you get the first interview in, though, usually it's like a decent success rate. Do you think there's something that um, like an interview is like specifically looking for that kind of catches their eye? Because, I mean, if they're going through 100 applicants a day, there's, there's going to be a pattern. It's going to be really boring, right? Yeah, they check to see if you have that Patagonia yeah. vest. <laughs> yeah. Do you think you have, like, an industry, like, trade secret you could possibly, like, do every interview that, that'll kind of, you know, get their eyes a little more open yeah. about you? I don't know if there's anything in particular, but, like, I mean, you got to have experience is mm-hmm. the biggest thing. So if you don't have experience, mm-hmm. you have to have at least put down projects that you worked mm-hmm. on. Or projects that you're building and sharing you know, like your GitHub repository, whatever your your source code. Correct me if I'm wrong. I I've heard that like the wrong. things that really. Fuck you. Anyways, um. Go ahead, dog. I'm Yo, you I, did. <laughs> I, I, hate, I hate this guy. Anyways, the fir- holy crap, the two things that I've heard that's like pretty like looked or sought out for as a recruiter is are they good at talking? one and or if they're not good at talking are they so intelligent at what they're doing that should i consider hiring him or just going to the technical i think you need a little bit of both really to be honest okay yeah i think it's very important so that's actually one of the things like netflix calls out explicitly Mm. they don't want to hire people 
who are really, really, really smart but cannot communicate properly. Uh, That's a no-go. Oh, really? Because then you can't work with that person. Okay. It's, it's just so hard. It just kills like collaboration mm. i mean like you're explaining netflix is an open-minded company so i mean that that'll just cause argument i feel like if you just bring exactly. in someone super technical right yeah so like it's i think tech i i feel like tech in general when you think of like what a software engineer does mm. in general you think that they're coding like eight hours a day but from my experience it's really not that a lot of it is just it's only nine hours a day <laughs> <laughs> yeah <laughs> Yeah, you like you you collaborate a lot. A lot of it's just like meetings and talking with people, making sure you guys are on the same page mm. about doing things. Or like discussing like, hey, how should we approach this problem, right? And like okay. talking about it and being like, oh, I think there's a problem with this. Who should I talk to? Like, it's a lot of it's just like collaboration and being able to communicate really well. I think it's like 50-50 is equally important, pretty much, as like tech skills. So, you said like uh, until like last year, they were only hiring you know like senior engineer type people, right? Yeah. Five years of experience. So is like everyone on the same like level <laughs> or like is there like what's going on there? Oh, who, who so this is really to? feisty actually uh -huh. because to? yeah. So before when I first joined and before all this change happened where mm -hmm. they were only hiring senior engineer, the literally the only title software engineer title was like senior software engineer. <laughs> no matter if you had 30 years of experience, like six years, everyone was so dope, senior software engineer. Everyone's you the see same. a whole SWAT team full of senior <laughs> engineers. <laughs> Yeah, but, like, people knew, though, that, like, you know, like, people had an idea that, like, you know, this mm -hmm. everyone's a senior software engineer, but, like, obviously, it's, like, some people who are really, really experienced and some yeah. people who are, who are not as experienced. So it's, like, like, SEAL Team 6 of, yeah. like, CS people. Um, but, like, if you're in the tech industry, like, in Bing, like, all the top tech companies, mm -hmm. they have a system. The system's actually pretty consistent across all the top. It's so weird how standardized everything is, to be honest. There are all these different companies, but they follow the exact same paradigm. So mm. same, same, but different. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Like, like Meta will call it E3, E4, E6, while like we call it L3, L4, L5. Oh. But those are just levels. Those are chess numbers. <laughs> Is that chess rankings? Uh, no, this like isn't like E6. Oh, no. uh, <laughs> on the board and shit like that. On the board. Yeah, but like how it works is like L3, you're a new grad. L4, you're like software engineer two. L5, you're senior software engineer. And L6 is like lead or so something. So at this point, you're like an L17 or some shit? <laughs> no. So, so I like that ranking. You're basically yeah. like um, challenger. Yeah, no. In, in I was engineer. higher as L5, which would be like gold, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> like gold. Gold and lead. Yeah, it'd be like gold, gold and lead. <laughs> Maybe yeah, like so how do I get a job when I'm like trash four right now? <laughs> Oh, how you get if you're trash for? You gotta grind, bro. Shit. Is there any cool like projects you're working on right now that you can share? Oh wow. Cool projects yeah. that I'm working on. Can you Let's give us see. like an in? Not any like accept these user agreements type <laughs> stuff. <laughs> like, I'm gonna change the Netflix sound from like, to like something else. <laughs> oh, yeah. Honestly, probably not too much. <laughs> now I work in so in within Netflix, I work in the marketing technology work. So I work really closely with our marketing teams. Mm. On like, it's like the posters. Yeah, it's like kind of like that. Like we have a bunch of social media accounts, for example, like hundred thousands of social media accounts. Like, uh, how do you manage like all the mm -hmm. posting schedule for all these different accounts globally? You, you make code. Netflix for it. has that many social media accounts. Yeah, they have a. Oh, probably for each country too. Yeah, right? it's because oh. you have to think for every single country. So they have Netflix Poland, Netflix Ukraine, Netflix Russia. Holy. And like within that, you have TikTok, Instagram, Facebook, and you have shows like Wednesday and like all these different shows even have their own pages. So like, how do you coordinate all those things? So like, one of the things I work on is like an internal application that helps like court like marketers like coordinate all those things. Oh, yeah. damn, that sounds mm. like sounds a lot. like something like we need. You know, I'm actually curious. <laughs> if it wasn't for software engineering, what would you do? Or oh. if you if you had to start <laughs> over, would it be software engineering again? If it wasn't, if money wasn't a concern. Yeah. Hmm. Like, what what's your passion? Yeah. When I got when I went to Northwestern, uh -huh. I went in, in the school of education and social policy. 
social okay. policy. I wanted to be a teacher. You wanted to be a teacher? Yeah, oh. I love teaching. Wow. It's one of my passions. Like, teach me, daddy. <laughs> teach me something. <laughs> Am I wrong? Am I wrong? Wait, so do you plan on coming out and teaching CS after? I kind of thought about it, to be honest. Okay. If I was, like, you know, retired or something, or, like, you know, I was, like, financially stable, uh-huh. and, like, money was just not a concern, uh-huh. I would love to do that. Oh, so okay. you could be, like, the next Joma Tech or something, and have <laughs> your own course and yeah. stuff? Yeah. So, like, to be honest, the reason why I went to this podcast was kind of that vibe of, like, I wanted to help people uh, like, in oh. that kind of way. Like, oh, you're staring at him. <laughs> and he's staring right back. <laughs> staring right at you. I'm trying to help someone. Uh, right here. <laughs> trying to find a mentee. <laughs> But yeah, like so that's been a really big passion for me. Like when I was in high school, I used to do SAT tutoring. Like oh, when I was okay, like a junior okay. senior, mm. I tutor a lot of people. I mean SAT, math, like a, just a bunch of shit, and I love doing it. What's your opinion on teachers in today's society? Teachers in today's society, just like how teaching is, and like what is your like view on it? I don't think it's changed in the last like a hundred yeah, years. I think it's no, I'm saying like, do you like it? Like, or do you, do you feel like the, how people teach and you know uh, in general is like shit? Honestly. I, I don't know. It's like, I guess it worked for me. Mm. <laughs> I mean, that's a good point. But you're, you're one of those kids that could teach themselves. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and I think like, you know, there are people who work better in like a structure or organized like classroom environment. Mm-hmm. And there's other people who are mm-hmm. like kind of more creative, I guess. And they don't work very well in those kind of environments. Mm-hmm. So I could see kind of like something like that not being best. Um, but yeah, I mean like teaching, I would never do it because it's garbage pay. It's just like, yep. not, it's like not yeah. a living wage. Yeah. Teachers gotta get paid more. I, yeah. This is my yeah. personal opinion. I really think yeah, so yeah, too. Yeah. No, I watched this news article about these like teachers who are homeless. Really? They're teachers but they live in their car. Wow, that yeah. sucks. Because they said they get paid like 38 grand and after taxes and stuff, they're left with like four or three K yeah, a you, month. You, what do you really do? How can yeah. you really, and, and if you have a kid too at that point. Mm-hmm. And everything's yeah. getting more expensive yeah. as well. It's kind of fucked, bro. Hey, you know eggs? How, you know how much those shits are? Yeah, dude. What are they, like, $12 a gallon? Or, or not a gallon, a dozen? A dozen. <laughs> you buy <laughs> gallons of eggs, man! <laughs> yeah, that's a lot of gallons. <laughs> Yo, this shit's are expensive. It's <laughs> a $12 a gallon. But, uh, like, you know, CS people, I think, um, I think it's a great industry for, like, younger kids to have that I made it moment early in their age, like, in their life. Because, you know, like, when we were kids, mm-hmm. if I heard some kid that's, like, 24, like, ju- just got out of college and did his internship is making, like, 150 grand, that would have blown my mind. But nowadays, mm-hmm. it's, like, you know, the offer, like, the rebuttal I got is not even six figures. Like, I might consider going somewhere else, yeah, <laughs> which is, that. like, nuts, yeah, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, that's fucking insane so yeah. i i he- hear a lot of like people that started in this industry like in the mid 2010s early 2000s and um they worked for about 10 years in the corporate you know like computer background and then they retired after that and they started their own startup mm. do you have any plans of doing anything like that after you know what what, what plan do you retire uh, uh, you plan to retire yeah. like the corporate industry to be honest i don't have like you know do you know like fire like like fire yeah it's like it's like financial independence retirement oh, oh no no, no. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> no. Like, i was like kind of live right now yeah. <laughs> yeah so like a lot of, i think a lot of tech bros uh. are really into this especially uh. because they have such like usually a lot of tech companies nowadays uh-huh. are just paying insane amounts so they're able to really just if they uh-huh. if they cut down costs a lot they are actually able to retire like in their 30s 40s mm. wow it, it is actually possible but to me, like, I'm not really too big into that. Mm. Like, I don't, I don't do have, like, you, a, do you want to have more of a water guy? guy? No. Oh, sorry? Huh? Bad. <laughs> Wait, bad, bad joke. <laughs> <laughs> do I want to have my own company? Not really. No, I'm no, not, no. like, entrepreneurial. Yeah, I'm okay with just, like, working. I mean, maybe, like, a CTO would be pretty fun. Mm. But, and, like, I think 
definitely I would want to work at a startup because mm-hmm. it's just a completely different vibe mm-hmm. when you're at a startup. It's like you own so much of what you do. Yeah. And it's really like it's fun. For I, I feel like it's more exciting. Yeah. Because you're on the edge. It's not. Yeah. Like, I mean, it's, it's your make or break moment. Yeah, it is. Know? And you have so much ownership over what you're doing. And yeah. it's usually like, you know, cutting edge stuff that you're working on. And you usually like if you work for a startup, mm-hmm. it's usually because you're really passionate about mm. whatever the product is, mm. I feel like. so. What are the pros and cons of accepting a job at a startup? Oh, yeah. I mean, for sure, it's the stability is the oh, biggest yeah, thing. Yeah, yeah, You know, startups can go... I feel flop. like because they promise a lot in the beginning of, you uh-huh. know, when they offer you a job. Yeah. But I mean, if the company goes under, then yeah. the stock options don't mean shit. Yeah, so, okay, yeah. that's another thing. Like, some people go into startups thinking like, oh, they're giving me like 100, 200K in like stock mm-hmm. options. But they're not even public yet. Yeah, they're yeah. not public yet. Yeah. And it's very... That's literally a lottery ticket Is how you should think of it People don't mm-hmm. think of it that way sometimes But it's really a lottery ticket Because most startups will never go public mm. And never go public Those stock options are literally worth nothing mm. You can't sell them anywhere mm. <laughs> But what I'm wondering yeah. is like they, So they'll offer you like you know Seven figures in stock options And a 200 grand salary right But before the company could even go public And it's been less than a year They just go under Do you, so How do you get the rest of the money of your salary back? Like, can you sue them or something? I have no idea. I mean, they would give. I have no idea how that would work. Oh. But yeah, I, that's kind of why I don't want to work at a startup until like later in mm. my life. What is a startup? How can you call it? Like, I could make an LLC tomorrow and then say, like, I have a startup. Yeah, that's, like, that's pretty much it. That's like a good But job. I feel like startup is like something. We're a used startup. What do you mean? Yeah. 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 <laughs> HTP, LLC. <laughs> but. Uh, yeah, like, I feel like I see only I hear the word startup only in the like tech, tech industry. Yeah, I think it's just a tech name for mm-hmm. an early company. But even at that point now, like I, when I think of startup, I think of at least like a multi-million dollar company. Yeah, because uh, like you, know, I don't know startups too well either, but they uh-huh. usually have like a series of funding. Usually, you have like angel investors who are like people who mm-hmm. invest in you when there's like nothing. Mm-hmm. They're just investing in a dream kind of mm-hmm. of your company getting big. And they have like Series A, Series mm-hmm. B, Series C, and even like Series A, they're usually like million dollar. It's like how much yeah. you get funded, but they're star- they're still a startup. Um, I feel like until you get to like a mid-sized company, like like two hundred plus people. That's a mid-sized company. Two five hundred. How many people does Netflix have? I have. I think it's around ten thousand. But okay, well, that's a lot yeah. more than I thought. Holy. The crap. last company I was in was like a, around a thousand employees. Oh, I would wow. say that's a mid-sized company. Yeah. How many companies did you uh, work at to get to Netflix? So it was just one. After my oh, new was grad job. One? Yeah, I've only worked at one place for four or five years. What so would one. the next step be? Because you're a senior engineer <laughs> at a big company. What would the next position that someone would move on to after senior engineering yeah. if they do stay in the industry? Yeah, I mean, the way you... I told you there's like levels like uh-huh. L5 is senior L15. and then... L- you're 17, right? <laughs> L17? I wish I was 17. <laughs> but yeah, it's like L6 is like lead and then like L7 is like principal or something. Mm. To be honest, I don't have like... Super big. Is there like a grandmaster of engineering? Oh yeah, there is. What the? F- oh fuck, I forgot the name of the position. No, because like uh, you know, like <laughs> Ford has like mechanics and stuff, but when they made the car, the Ford GT, the two million car, two million dollar car they came out with, there's like a specific five engineers in the world that are like the Ford GT. So like when when you oh, see one wow. of them come in with like this leather jacket, this uh-huh. is GT. It's like oh, this that guy. Yeah, and all the Ford GT engines have a name of the engineer that uh, worked on. Mm. So those are like the legendary masters of like the you know car mechanic world. Sheesh. So is there like someone in the like I, uh, who's that guy who made Mojang or Mojang? Mojang. That that uh, guy. Oh, the, the, the Minecraft. Guy? Yeah, the Minecraft Nord. Nord. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Something like think, that. Yeah. Like he he was pretty. He was like god. Yeah. <laughs> I don't think we have anybody like that in Netflix that I know of. But like at my last company, we did because they were like at my last company, there were people like the highest like position was called an architect. 
mm. was the level. But there were people who were working there for since the inception of the company, and they like built the core, like the foundation of everything. And, and is, like, is there celebrity in like the tech world that's like, oh, like this guy's the Tiger Woods of coding? Yeah, do they like retire your jersey number at the end of it <laughs> or whatever? Dang, I don't know if there's anything like that. I guess maybe like, um, yeah, I don't know if there's anything like. That. I guess there's like, like historical figures. Bill mm. Gates. Yeah, like Bill Gates is probably a big one. Like Alan Turing is probably a big one. He's like the father of computer Who? science. You don't know Alan Turing? Alan Turing? Yeah, you you gotta watch that movie. Uh, the game. Is it on Netflix? Uh, yeah, I think it's on Netflix. Yeah, it is on Netflix. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, it's ah, so it's perfect. <laughs> <laughs> Doing some sponsorship right here. Oh, right yeah, here. For real, He's the advertising company right now. Yeah. Hey, but um, uh, are, we're also like reaching like an hour mark. So is there, uh, like, did you want to? have a message for the kids out yeah, there yeah, that want to yeah, be yeah, like, like you. What, what's what one word of advice that you would give aspiring like software? Or imagine engineers? you like coming out of college and yeah. you wish you heard these words before, you know, yeah. getting in. I tell you to stop fucking studying. <laughs> go, go, go like try to look for a job instead shit <laughs> um, but watch more netflix <laughs> yeah so I'm prioritize trying. prioritize going out and socializing and networking and you know instead yeah. of focusing on mm. your i think it's like don't focus too much on gpa try to have a good time in college uh-huh. but also balance it with if you really care about career it's not like just do a bunch of school stuff mm-hmm. it's like Think about like how do you get internships? Start looking at that and like hang out with people who are interested in that shit too. He's also saying he, he's not saying though. Don't give a shit about your college. <laughs> I'm telling you, you kids could fly. Yes. <laughs> Open your window. You kids yeah. can fly. <laughs> That's <laughs> not what I mean. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I'm saying don't think that studying like school studying is the only. It shouldn't be your thing. main priority. It's not yeah, the yeah. only main priority. It's like you gotta have a good balance of everything. Mm-hmm. Like your social life is mm-hmm. really important. Career and like studying and like applying for jobs over the summer is really important. Mm-hmm. Studying is also really important too. They should be equal, is what I'm saying. Yeah, yeah. Facts. Don't go to college. <laughs> or <Yeah>. that. Uh, <laughs> I'm not subscribing to that. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, all right, with that, uh, we're the Levity Podcast. Yeah, and, uh, thanks so yeah. much for Q to come on. Uh, hopefully, we'll have him back as a reoccurring guest. <laughs> Who knows? Shit. We'll see. Appreciate yeah. it, Q. See you guys later. Right, bye. Bye. See you guys later.